Today's episode is brought to you by The Voice App, a voice social media platform created to promote a better world while adding a personal and emotional element to interaction. Your voice is the most natural means of connecting, communicating, and socializing. Today on SM Talk Live, we're going to be talking to a lot of different special guests. Uh, one of them is Courtney Claude. He's the director of the new movie, Blink, as well as Terry Renee. Um, and we also have some audio commentary from Mark Ruffalo on the 100 Now movement, which is basically like renewable energy. So I hope you tune in. I hope you enjoy. Make sure you subscribe. I'm your host, Ruben Woods. Uh, visit us at somagazine.com or find me on Instagram at Real Ruben Wood. The average person has 10 seconds between blinks. Having someone love you unconditionally, it's amazing. And this is Miss Jordan. She's a new teacher student counselor. Everyone can't have that fairy tale. I do it because I love you. You may not get it, but I do. My husband loves me. See, I need pointers. How about happy wife, happy life? I got it. The overprotective husband. You're wrong. I just hope that you don't end up dead wrong. I bust my ass to make sure you had the things you need, and you don't appreciate any of that. You fought half the battle for him already. You could have done something, anything, but you didn't. It's only a blink away. Alright, so we got the director of the movie Blink here today. So we're going to let you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us about your movie. Uh, what's good? My name is Courtney Glade. Um, I am the writer, director, producer of Blink the Movie, which will be in theaters March 2nd through 8th here in Atlanta, also in Houston. Um, Blink is a story about a couple that uh, deals with domestic violence, and the um, movie just basically shows um, the mentality of the female, why she stays, the mentality of the male, why he chooses to, to, to do it, and also the people around them in their mental state of why they choose to look at it and turn the other cheek. So we really go into like deep in, in, in the domestic violence, um, um, in the domestic violence topic. So now, um, since it is about domestic violence, like, was that something that you had to deal with or uh, is that a situation that was close to you? Yeah, like um, when I was a kid, my mom was in a domestic violent relationship. And um, the thing about it is, the, the um, you know, we went for Fifth Ward, if anybody knows what Fifth Ward is, but um, violence wasn't a thing that, that was shocking to me. It was the fact of um, when he would come back, she would present him to me again in like this shiny new thing and my mom's a really straightforward type of woman so 
when she would present, it was like it was like a bribe. Like it was all it would always come with something. So that let me know as a kid, she knows there's something wrong with this too. Because when he comes back, I get some new shoes. So when he comes back, I get my favorite food or whatever it is. So for my mom to, to, to change up her personality like that, I always knew something wrong and that always baffled me. Um, um, why she would do that, was it fear or whatever it was. Okay, so what message do you want uh, viewers to take away when they actually watch the movie? Um, really, I want them to start a conversation. Um, one of the, the, the underlying titles is, You Are Me or You Know Me. So I want viewers to really understand that in their friend, if they're not the one that's been domestic, I mean, that's been in a domestic violence relationship, they know someone. Because hiding it is super, super easy. It's just like it's like day and night. So I want people just to go away understanding that this is a really, really heavy topic, and a, and a lot of America and probably the world goes through it. This is not like a, a race thing. This is not a financial thing. You can be black, white, Asian. Everybody goes through it. You can be rich. You can be poor. Everyone goes through it, and it's a topic that no one has talked about before in this nature. So I really, really want them to to engage. I want them to enjoy themselves, but I want them to understand that this story is a real story. This is someone's story to the nature. Okay. So now, um, this is your first film. Yep. So what can, what can we expect, you know, after this project? Content. Okay. Content. Mainstream content. Um, as an independent filmmaker, we don't have to be labeled as an independent. Every time people think about independent and indie, they think about low budget or cheap. Like, we don't, with technology, we ain't got, we don't have to be that way anymore. Like we can do exactly what the mainstream, um, the majors are doing now. Like there is a lane for us, and at this particular time, um, AMC offered me the opportunity to do it on a major scale. So yes, it is my first film, but I'm out there competing with everyone that's out there, and it's not. I'm not just competing with um, independent filmmakers. It's out there on the same bracket as any other film that's coming out. You can do it. You don't need anything, and in my opinion, you don't need anything but what God gives you. That's my whole thing. You need nothing but what God gives you. If God gave you this talent, He wants you to do something with it. So get out there and do it because it's possible. Okay. So what can you tell me, you and uh, AMC? It's a it's a partnership. AMC don't own me. I don't own them. We don't. There's no <laughs> there's no there's no um, middleman. I didn't have to go through a, 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 a lawyer. I didn't have to go through a, an agent. This is an independent filmmaker that did his research, reached out to AMC themselves, and put together something, stayed in their email, found out who I needed to talk to, and partnered with them. I have, a pri I have content, they have a platform for me to put it on. They need content, I need a platform to put it on. And that's for every filmmaker out there. Like all of these middlemen that you keep having in the middle, that's not necessarily what you need. Just get out there and like grind and do the work yourself and you'll find out that everybody has a door that can be walked through. You just gotta find it. So now Allstate is also back in this film as well, right? I'm sorry? Allstate is yeah, also Yeah, Allstate came aboard with a Purple Horse, Purple Purse uh, campaign. Um, I believe they have Serena Williams as well. Allstate is really, really um, getting behind domestic violence, which is great to see like a Fortune 500 company actually care about something of that nature. So they're getting behind it right now. Also, um, we are in talks with a few more um, companies at this point right now that are really getting behind it. But Purple, Purple Purse is the uh, campaign that we're running in Allstate at this point. And we're looking to get a national campaign with them as well. They're very, very supportive of what we're doing. Okay, so that's definitely what's up. 
So now, how do you think that uh, domestic violence actually affects the black community? Um, it's a secret uh, at this point right now. We were taught to um, everything that goes on in the house stays in the house. So it's a secret, you know, uh, this happened to mom, we can't go outside and talk about it. So what happens is what we don't understand is that our children are seeing these things and they're growing up to be these people. Because kids, we don't, as a child, we didn't, I didn't, I'm not going by what my mom told me, I'm going by what I saw happen to her and what I saw her do. It's not, it's not words, words don't raise children, actions do. So in this community, when we keeping it silent, we're, we're not telling our kids what's right and wrong. So a male can grow up thinking that this is the way to treat a woman, or a woman can grow up and be like, this is the way to treat a man. And, and it's, it's toxic, and, and nobody's talking about it. You know, we're, we're just told, you know, what stays in the house, stay, I mean, what goes on in the house stays in the house. Right, right. So now, what actually made you want to have this as your first film concept? Cause I'm pretty sure you probably could have oh. did like action or yeah. something. Yeah, um, <laughs> I wanted to do something with a purpose. Uh -huh. um, I wanted to do something that would change people. I wanted to do something that would inspire people. I wanted to do something that made people think. Um, and I say this all the time, like God gave me my gift. I can't be looking out my, for, I can't look out for myself and not look out for the purpose that he had, that he give, that he gave me the gift for. Right. Like that's that's backwards. So I wanted to do something that was gonna affect people. I wanted I wanted to do something that would matter. I really wanted to do something that was purposeful. So this is this is this is this is his gift, not mine. Alright, that's what's up, man. So I'm not gonna tell you too much. Oh, time, no. So. oh no, you good, we can talk all day. I like good questions. <laughs> uh, so again, the movie is in theaters when? March 2nd through the 8th. AMC in Atlanta and Houston. Blink. You can get your tickets right now. They are up. Okay. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. I have um, okay. Right here. Okay. All right. So just uh, tell us, you know, how you feel about tonight. Cause tonight is the movie premiere. What's on your mind, man? Man, tonight is the movie premiere here in Houston. Feel amazing. Man, look at this crowd. Everybody's here. Great event. This is how Houston natives do it. I'm definitely, you know, I'm coming to do it big in Atlanta too, but it's a great feeling. Um, I really, really hope everybody enjoy the film. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. My boy came out to holler me, man. Holler me, man. You know, it's, it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. Download the Voice app today. Welcome to the Voice Revolution, a voice social media platform created to promote a better world while adding a personal and emotional element to interaction. Your voice is the most natural means of connecting, communicating, and socializing. The Voice app will present you, your voice, and your emotions in a unique way to the world. Effective communication is not just about exchanging information. It is about understanding the emotions and intentions behind the information. Download the Voice app today. What's up, everybody? It's the host of SOM Talk Live, Ruben Wood. And I'm personally telling you, download one of the hottest apps out right now, the Voice app. You can either visit their website at T-H-E-V-O-I-Z-A-P-P.com or get it on your Android or Apple devices in your App Store or Google Play Store. 
Download the Voice app today. So coming right back, 100% is an organization that focuses on clean and renewable energy. 100% is about energy that powers everyone. And we're going to get into some uh, audio commentary from Mark Ruffalo, which is a veteran actor. A lot of people know him from The Avengers, but he's done several movies uh, for decades now. So um, let's go ahead and get into this audio commentary. Make sure you visit 100 dot org and learn more about their company uh, all, all the, a lot of the people that I work with in the movie are all kind of uh, on board in one way or another you know and, and getting more involved people are dropping their fear and, and actually being more willing to put themselves out there in ways that they wouldn't normally do uh, before Trump was elected okay yeah, that's true <laughs> so what would you say off topic uh, is your favorite movie that you work on the set of um oh man they're like my kids it's hard to pick a favorite <laughs> um I'll t- I have a really good time with uh with my Avengers they uh we've been we're like a family now we've done a lot of work together we all like have grown up together people got married they get kids they get divorced they get kids <laughs> you know and uh and and so uh there's a lot of love there and uh the movies are successful so I have a I have a really good time with those folks. Okay. As we finish out the episode, make sure you tune in to all new episodes weekly uh, on SOMMagazine.com. Again, it's your host, Ruben Wood. Let's finish out with this last interview from Terry Renee, new music from her Detroit artist. Um, make sure you listen. All right, so today on SOM Talk Live, we have recording artist Terry Renee. We're going to let you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us, you know, um, how did you get to start in music? Well, I am Terry Renee, straight out of Detroit, Michigan, the 313. Um, you know, singing has always been one of my passions. I've always been able to sing, but I've never taken it serious. So about three years ago, um, I just decided to, you know, just start a new journey and music was it. And then it was the only thing that I naturally taught myself how to do and I'm, I'm actually good at it. Actually, I'm great at it. So let's say that. Okay. So, what would you say is your biggest inspiration in doing music? My biggest inspiration, I would have to say, is Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill, for sure. You know, just everything about her. You know, she put out one album, and it, it was one of the best albums out. You know, it's coming from a female vocalist, and um, you know, she just she stayed true. You know, true to herself and who she is. So, I definitely love Lauren Hill, and of course Prince. I got to give it to Prince. So. Some of the greatest. I'm an old song. I like all the old school. Okay. So now, how would you categorize your music? Is it like R&B, hip-hop, urban? I'm kind of creating my own lane. So I would say it's more of a substance music. So I like to make sense. So make sense with sense. Okay. So, you know, I just, I don't want to put myself in the R&B or the neo-soul box. I just want to, you know, just make my own lane up, which is substance music. So I want to make sense when I, whenever I sing. Okay. And are you currently working on a project? I am, and it's called The First Page. I have my single that's out now, and it's called um, Million Words, and it's available on all digital platforms. The video is out on YouTube. I'm currently working on getting that video on, like, VT and TV and all of that, so, you know, get the visual out where everybody can see it and love it like I do. 
Okay. <laughs> so what was the creative process behind that scene? Um, you know, I had I was in a relationship and he was my inspiration. You know, my I have a whole band. So my, my bass player, he said, Terry, you know, I think you will, you'll write a good song about love if you find love. So I found love. It was short-lived, but, you know, it did help me, you know, create that song, Million Words. And, you know, my, my music is cuss-free, so I don't have anything, any music that has any cussing in it. And that's just the first segment of the first page. So the second page will probably be a little bit more raunchy. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so moving forward, since you had the singer, you're working on the project, what else can we expect from you? Um, I'm available for features. Uh, hopefully, I want to get into like TV, and you know, I, I like to make people laugh. So, who knows? I might do some comedy. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, tell us a little bit more about you as an artist, like in yourself. When you were growing up, was music something that you know was very close to you, or when did when did you start really being impacted by it? Um. You know, I've always loved music. I'm, my mother, my mother can sing. My sister can sing, and my father can sing. So we used to always watch um, was that Five Heartbeats. So that part with his sister and him was trying to create a song. So that was like our favorite part. Me and my sister would reenact that all the time. And um, you know, it's just it's just in me. I didn't know that I, singing was gonna be my passion until I got older. So it, it took me a while to figure out what it was that I wanted to do in life. So. Now I got it. Okay. So would you say that uh, it's hard to be an independent artist and what is something like the struggle? Yeah, it's definitely hard, especially being a female, because, you know, sometimes they expect you to put out, you know, so it makes it a little harder when you, you're actually just focused on music. So um, with that being said, I just keep my head right, you know, focus on my journey and I don't let love kill my creativity. Because love can definitely be the number one killer of creativity. So. Okay. Yeah. So, what would you tell other independent artists or female artists? Don't give up. If it's your passion and it's working out for you, you know, you, you just have to fight through. You know, do, do whatever it is you need to do to make your brand bigger. You know, so if, if it's what you love, you have to work hard. You have to sacrifice. You definitely have to sacrifice. And you know, I'm still in that that position to where I'm sacrificing an awful lot. You know, so. It's tough. It's tough. You know, I'm, I'm three years in and I, I got a long way to go, but I think I'm doing good to be three years in, you know, as a new artist, female yeah. artist. Yeah. So how important would you say branding and marketing yourself is? I'm sweating, so excuse me. Excuse me if I'm perspiring a little bit. Um, branding is definitely important. You know, you, you really have to find what you need, because I didn't know exactly what I needed. I didn't think I needed a manager because I, I think it needs to get a little bit bigger and then I'll get a manager. But as far as like publicists or AR, someone put me in a place where I need to be because I can't do it on my own. You know, I'm, I'm from Detroit, so I, you know, I got a lot of connects in Detroit, but you know, just to broaden my horizon and just be bigger outside of Detroit, I need a little help. You have to build it. You can't, you're nothing without a team. So you have to build with the team, but you have to put the right people in place that, you know, will help you you know, be great. So, Brandon is definitely important. Yeah. So, how is Detroit, like, are they supportive of you and your music, or how is that when you go back home? You know, it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's, it's rocky. They're, they're supportive. I have a few people that support me a lot, but by me 
not coming out as a, a artist, it's, it's a little tougher because people are like, Taylor, you don't sing. You know, because I, I never really sung, even though I could. I, I wouldn't open my mouth and sing, go to karaoke, and you know, just, just try to be in the know with the music industry. So now that I'm doing it, it's kind of like, you know, I have to make them believe that I am that one, Terry Renee the one. So it's, it's a little tough, but I'm up for the challenge. Detroit is it's a tough crowd, but I love my city. So. Yeah. Okay. So where can people find you at on social media? Everywhere. I'm T-E-R-R-I-R-E-N-E. -R -R -E -E, and it's Terry R Renee, not T what, Tierra Marie. No, I'm not her. I'm Terry Renee from Detroit. So, um, so T-E-R-R-I-R-E-N-E, -E, and I'm available on all digital platforms. Okay. Catch, check me out. <laughs>